What's up everybody? This is Dan from The Greatest Story Ever Played. And today I'm just going to talk a little bit about the seventh issue from the Life is Strange comic. So, I guess with that we will uh, jump into the recap. So, the issue begins uh, with a drug deal that's going, down, going on in L.A. There's two high schoolers who are buying drugs from, I think, three or four drug dealers, and they are short on money. While the kind of uh, disagreement or uncertainty is going on in the drug deal, you start to hear police sirens in the background. You see the flashing lights, you hear them. The drug dealers at first think, no, this isn't about us, and then they're like, oh shit, it is about us. Then one of the kids disappears. It turns out that Tristan and his friend are these kids, and Tristan just disappears suddenly. He's just gone. When this happens, everyone's confused. The drug dealers are like, what the fuck? Where'd he go? Tristan's friend is like, you bastard, you ditched me. And then the drug dealer shoots Tristan's friend. It looked like Tristan's friend was going to try to steal the drugs and run. He gets shot. The police show up, and they see that a kid got killed in a drug deal. Tristan's actually there crying in the corner, but no one can see or hear him. So that's pretty crazy. He's, he's there, but he's not there. After this, it cuts over to Max's room, and it was Tristan telling this story to Max. Uh, that this is how his powers had come about. Max says, I'm sorry that this happened to you. Like, uh, that sounds so horrible. That sort of thing. Tristan tells her that he isn't invisible, but he's able to disengage from reality. That he can see it, but he's no longer a part of it. Um, which would explain, you know, being at the shooting, or at the, at the drug deal gone bad, and not being found you know he was crying and saying his friend's name and no one could hear him and no one could see him so he's able to disengage from reality this is a pretty interesting power pretty different uh than max's rewind of course so pretty crazy pretty wild then tristan asks max what's your story uh what you know makes you go different we see the clock go by two hours so they've been talking a long time at this point, uh, Rachel and Chloe get home, and Rachel knocks on Max's door to invite her to this influencer party that her and Chloe are going to go to. After a few minutes, a few seconds of not responding, Max and Tristan come out, and they say hi. As Tristan leaves, he asks Max, uh, have you thought about if we're both just crazy? And Max says, yeah, I have. And so Tristan knows Max has gone a few years at this point without telling anyone about everything that happened in the games um, and her life with Chloe since, I guess, post-Bay and uh, all the time stuff. And then even the, the few years that the comic has been right now. Uh, this is the first time that she's unloaded all of that to someone, um, which is cool that it could finally happen. And even finding someone who can immensely relate, I, th I think that's kind of cool too. Uh, at this point, yeah, Tristan leaves and Max comes back in and Max tries to like play it cool. She's like, so what's the dress code? Um, Chloe and Rachel, though, are confused, of course. They're like, what? You can't just not talk about this. Like, that's the guy. What do you mean? What's going on? And Max 
tries to not talk to them about it. She says, Chloe, because, you know, last issue, Chloe had said, if you ever need to talk, come to me. Like, I, I want to be there for you kind of thing. And Max in this instance says, Chloe, sometimes it's easier to share things with a stranger than with someone you love. And then Chloe says, I don't understand, and slams the door to her room and goes in there. So, uh, some relational trouble. After this, Max tells Rachel that she doesn't want to hurt them. Um, she's talking to Rachel and is, is, is trying to uh, communicate, like, I've, I've got this going on and I'm hurting, but I don't want to hurt you guys. Rachel tells her two things. One thing she says is that Rachel's dad lying to them uh, led to her getting hurt anyway. And when she found out later, it really changed things. And so being lied to is worse, having that help held back. And then she also com Rachel also comments and says, Chloe wears her heart pretty close to her skin. It means she's very easy to love, but it also means she's very easy to hurt. Um, and then Rachel encourages Max to take her time. It's fine. You don't have to say anything right away. But you should share things as soon as you can. Um, you don't want to wait forever on this kind of thing. So, yeah, that, that, that's kind of their conversation. Now we cut over to the party. At the party, Rachel, Chloe, and Max roll up, and they meet some of Rachel's friends. Uh, the panel where they roll up is cool. They all look really nice and cool. Definitely uh, um, look really nice to go to this party. So I like that. I thought that panel looked cool. Um, and they meet some of Rachel's friends. They get some drink tickets, uh, that kind of deal. Um, then we cut over to Tristan on the way to the party. Um, and he's like, bad, you know, does an invisible guy want to go to a party kind of attitude kind of thing. And he's got the flyer from Max, so he's feeling kind of eh, back and forth. And as he's walking, he's like, oh, well, you know, maybe they'll have food at least. If they got food, that would be good since I just steal food to survive, essentially, since I'm not a part of reality anymore. On the way, he finds a backpack, and it looks like it's got food on top. So he's like, oh, cool, I found some food. And as he uh, digs through it further, he realizes, oh shit, this is drugs. I found drugs. This isn't good. This isn't good. We go back to the party. Max and Chloe uh, are talking because Rachel went away to mingle. And they comment that they both used to be really good at being friends and that it sucks that it's not what it once was. Kind of recognizing that. And at this point, Max is about to tell Chloe the truth. She's like, all right, I've, I've got to tell you about everything. But a scream goes out, and someone says, call 911. We see that one of Rachel's friends has OD'd. So Max grabs her phone and runs outside and says, I'll call. Um, you know, reception's better outside. I'll, I'll call. Um, so Max is running outside calling 911. On her way outside, she makes it. Um, she finishes her call at the police uh, that they're going to come and help. Um, and she sees people outside pointing a gun towards someone. Max yells no and reaches out her hand. It's rewind time. So that, that that's uh, the issue. Big cliffhanger, uh, of course. Can Max's powers work? Will she save uh, probably Tristan, it seems? Uh... 
we'll see. Definitely kind of wild. A couple sort of general thoughts I have on the issue at large. Uh, the first one is that I like that Max has someone else uh, with powers to relate to. I, I mentioned this in the beginning, but I, I do really like this. I think that Max has felt, you know, especially alone uh, the past couple years in being in this new timeline. Even before that, I think she, like, felt alone in a different way. She was with Chloe. She, was, she did have that, but um, how she hurt reality or felt she hurt reality, um, that that was there. And so I like that she has someone who has gone through something uh, as well and also has powers, but they're not... Um, the norm for the world or whatever and so that she can relate on that and share in that so i, I like that she found tristan and uh this issue has me feeling more favorable on tristan i was a little unsure what we were getting into when he showed up or if it would be cool or helpful or whatever but i think so far i think i like it i think this is a good thing something also i noticed is that tristan's uh powers were brought along by trauma uh, so this theme continues, of course. So seeing Tristan with powers, seeing Max with powers, and um, in Life is Strange 2, seeing Daniel with powers. That uh, There's something in this universe where a certain type of trauma can trigger this uh, superpower of some nature for some people in it. And I think that's I think that's a cool idea. I like the idea a lot. I liked it in previous ones, but this link of trauma and superpowers is pretty interesting and wanting to I, I don't know either save people or you know, that sort of thing it's 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 interesting it doesn't seem like it's something that's yeah that it comes about that way so I, I like that I think that's cool I like that we got Tristan's origin story so to speak the next kind of bigger thing for me is I'm not really sure how this arc is gonna rack up wrapped up get wrapped up so issue eight's coming out in a few weeks and that will wrap up uh, this arc, which I believe is called Waves. I don't remember 100%, but I'm pretty sure it's Waves. Because Dust was 1 through 4, so I'm pretty sure this is Waves. Anyway, um, I'm not sure how they're going to wrap this up in in this. I don't I don't know what they're going to be able to do in the, I don't know, 20 pages or whatever it is. Um, to be able to do that. But I'm eager to see it, uh, for sure. I guess my one thing is I imagine Max is going to have to be honest here. That she's going to be telling Chloe and Rachel about what's really going on. Um, I don't know if Tristan will be able to maybe travel with her to a different reality or something like that. Maybe maybe that could help cure something uh, in his real his real reality or in a different one. Or I, I don't really know. I'm not sure how that will quite work. I'm I'm eager to see it though. And uh, last last time we recorded here. I was speculating whether or not I wanted to just read the four issue arcs. Um, so whatever is after Waves, uh, whatever the next, um, so what, 9 through 12 is. If I wanted to do those as singles like I have been or do them as a collection, and I've decided I want to do them as a collection. I think that just getting a, a full arc, that is nice. I do like the um, anticipation uh, factor, like it is fun speculating, but I think being able to just talk about a bigger arc each time and going through that, I think that would give, um, I don't know, something a little stronger, a little better, um, something like that. Because I, I think that just on an issue-to-issue -issue basis, there may 
there's probably some issues where there would be less to theorize on and some that are more. And so I think that just getting the four issue chunk is the way to go. So um, when I record on issue eight, I'll, I'll say this again, but uh, then from there, I will be doing them in their chunks when they're uh, the trade paperbacks of the four issues at once. And I have seen online, it seems like a lot of people are reading that way rather than single issues at a time. So um, that, that's kind of my plan going forward. I did see that they already have covers for issue 9, so, and they got picked up for the next arc. So I suspect that they're going to keep getting picked up for following arcs as people keep buying them. So hopefully people do, and um, if they do, then I want to keep talking about them in uh, those kind of chunks in the, in the trade paperback arcs. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, I guess that's all I've got for issue 7. So if you have any... Uh, thoughts or whatever, please email in at thegreateststoryeverplayed at gmail.com or talk to us on Twitter at storyeverpod and we can uh, dialogue more about the comic or, you know, whatever games uh, you're interested in. That would be cool too. And uh, yeah, see you next time.